Hello and welcome to Brain Space, a place where you're going to listen to me as I talk to you about everything in my brain and all much of other things of randomness. So sit back, relax, grab a seat, get a snack and prepare to listen to me as I talk to you and verse you on my opinions on faith, religion, politics, society and the world, particularly its policies pertaining to all things coloured and cultural. Now without further ado, I give you Brain Space. Today's episode is going to be a little bit less um, cheery. I don't know how else to really say it. I want to talk about something that I feel is often sugarcoated, not sugarcoated, but skirted around and avoided, especially in the, um, the communities that I belong to. So for those of you who aren't already aware, I'm pretty sure you would know this if you've heard any other episodes or if you know me. Uh, I am a teenager. I'm black. I'm Christian. I'm a girl. I live in England in a therefore in a country that is not particularly set up um, with my best interests at heart and I want to talk to you guys about anxiety and from my unique perspective obviously it's an individual perspective and it's just my individual experience I'm not trying to um what's the word like uh combine a lot of experiences and kind of generalize or anything like that I'm just talking from my heart and speaking from what I've seen what I've experienced and what I felt as a person who is a person of colour, and not just a person of colour, but specifically black, and a person who is Christian, I have been very reluctant to talk about this on here, or just generally speaking with other people, because I feel like there's a huge, big, massive stigma when it comes to talking about things like anxiety. Definitely mental health as a like a bigger picture, but more specifically and more deeply and more profoundly, things like anxiety, any kind of anxiety disorder. This is because we're told, we're taught, we learn from such a you know young age. And when I say young age, I don't mean like a physical age. I mean spiritually in terms of um, our relationships with God and things like that and our walk with religion or with faith. At an early point in our religious career, in our spiritual journey, we kind of are told or taught or we become very much familiarised with this idea and this concept that Doubt is the worst thing. Doubt is the creation of the enemy. Fear is the creation of the enemy. Anxiety is a mark of the enemy. It's not godly. It goes against everything faith stands for. And as a person of faith, it goes against everything you should stand for by association. However, I think it's also important to note that (laughs) that isn't the reality for most people. There are a lot of people who struggle with mental health disorders like anxiety depression all those sorts of things like a lot of people struggle with these issues and I'm just one of them so I obviously I can't talk about everything like I said before but I've noticed from my personal experience that there is a huge avoidance of the topic generally speaking the most you're going to get out of like a conversation like a religion a religious conversation like based around anxiety is going to be anxiety is bad lean on the lord trust in the lord pray and I completely understand I completely agree I think that is a super duper important step that's the most important step you can take as a believer as a christian as personal faith is to lead into your religion is to lead into your faith and to talk to god about it 100 percent agree with that what i don't however agree with is the way in which the topic is so like heavily sidestepped that it's not even addressed it's like it happens everyone acknowledges the fact that it happens but no one wants to take any active measures to help it or to prevent it people often talk about the cure the cure is pray the cure is read the bible the pro the, the cure is converse with god it's go around people who are faithful it's try and build up your faith it's try and restore whatever it is that's like 
causing you to have a lapse in your faith from your judgment spiritually. But I think not enough emphasis is placed on the importance of preventing the issue onset. Like, if that makes any sense. I'm not sure if that makes sense. But <clears throat> I have to say this, and I'm going to say it really bluntly and really straightforward. I'm really sick and tired of being made to feel bad about it. Of being made to feel bad about emotions that ultimately are not under my control, right? People make a big deal about things like anxiety. There are millions, if not hundreds, if not millions of like Bible plans and sermons and like testimonies and things that are going to tell you about how to get rid of anxiety, how to tackle fear in your life, how to get rid of doubt and worry and disbelief and unbelief and all of these different things. And whilst that is like, it's a noble thing, it's a good thing, it's a godly thing to do when done with the right intentions, it also serves the double, the dual purpose of low-key criminalizing people who suffer with anxiety especially christians who suffer with anxiety i can't speak from the like standpoint of someone else who isn't christian i'm going to speak from my from where i am from my position from my situation and from where i'm sitting it's a lot of demonization of the issues a lot of criminalization criminalization and it's not victim blaming per se but it's not helpful either you see the worst thing someone can do, from my experience, when you're struggling with something, is to tell you, well, all you got to do is this. They take something that is important to you, something that is profoundly affecting you, whether it be in a positive or negative way, and they say, the solution is this, it's simple, just do this, and you should be fine. Just do this. Have you done this? In my case, I say I'm feeling anxious. I'm not feeling too great. I'm, not, I'm feeling on edge. Have you prayed? Yes, I've prayed. Have you read your Bible? Yes, I've read my Bible. Have you been keeping on track, watching church, listening to sermons? Yes, I have. Oh, well then it should be, it's fine then. Just keep doing that. Just keep doing that. And I get it. I get it. That is the advice you should give spiritually. But I think a lot also needs to be done to acknowledge the fact that, yes, there is nothing God can't do. There's no way that, you know, perfect faith can be, can exist hand in hand with anxiety or with fear or with doubt or with worry. But who has perfect faith in the first place? Who do you know who has perfect faith? Believer or not, who do you know who has total, complete and utter trust in something? I'm not saying that it's not the goal. It is the end goal. That is the goal. That's the aim. The objective is to be in a place religiously and spiritually where you feel completely sure and certain. But let's be honest here. Let's just be honest. How likely is that to happen in my lifetime or in your lifetime? I'm not trying to sound pessimistic or sound, um, you know, negative or whatever, but I just need to say this because I've noticed it's a trend. Whenever someone is struggling with something, people would just say, oh, well, haven't you done this? As though it's the simplest and easiest thing in the world. I have to say that if anxiety was that easy to deal with, if anxiety was that easy and that simple, no one would be struggling like this. No one would be struggling so much for so long and in so much pain so much agony no one would be sitting under the torture for such a long time or to such a such a great extent to such a deep degree that they ask for help if you get what i mean i don't want to sit here and sound like i'm just bashing people and i'm saying hey don't tell people to pray prayer isn't a remedy it is a remedy it's a remedy it's it's a remedy you're correct it is helpful it's 10 out of 10 helpful because what's more important than god what's more important than having the conversations with god because at the end of the day god's the only one who can really take your suffering away if you get what i mean 
but at the same time the level of hmm the level of response to things i don't know i can't try to think of how to word this well more needs to be said and done in churches in youth groups in just general like the like the the christian community i have to say more needs to be done when it comes to mental health because there is so much pressure on people as it is especially as a young person right you're dealing with peer pressure you're dealing with pressure from teachers from parents from family generally speaking dealing with pressure from social media and other outside sources if you're a person of color you're a non-white person ethnically or racially and you're living in a country that isn't particularly designed for you that's another element of pressure because you're just trying to get through you're trying to make the best of your life you're trying to get where you need to be or where you feel you should be where god is telling you to go while having to jump over all these other barriers that other people aren't having to deal with so put anxiety on top of that right put anxiety on top of that put being a young person in the age of social media on top of that put being a christian on top of that what we're doing here is we're combining four or five different demographics of people all of them who say well just talk about it just talk about it then if this is a problem talk about it and we can fix it talk about it and that's how you solve the problem pray about it and we solve the problem show your experiences and we shall and we can solve the problem that way there is too much oversimplification of profound problems because mental health issues anxiety particular is not a thing you can just get rid of it's not a thing that goes away overnight unless by some absolutely profound and magnificent miracle most people aren't going to wake up the next day after they've prayed and be like well i'm good i'm straight dog everything's fine (laughs) that's not how it works for most people and that's certainly not how it works for me i need to see a change I don't know if anyone else like agrees with this with what I'm trying to say here if they get what I'm trying to say I have to make it clear that enough is not being done in any of the communities that I say I belong to the black community the Caribbean community this particularly the Afro-Caribbean community not enough is being done in the Christian community and not enough is being done in within young people and the younger sector of society not enough is being done to make sure that we can actually tackle the problem effectively to make us not feel as though we are the bad with a bad person for having to deal with the issue right i can talk about anxiety from a person of color from a black perspective on a whole other episode but focusing on it from a christian perspective especially as a teenager you get told a lot that well your problems are kind of a phase low-key people kind of say well you're going through puberty you know it's all part of being a teenager it's all part of growing up you're going to have these kind of mood changes and all sorts of things the hormones are going crazy but what happens when you hit 25 and puberty finished 10 years ago what are they going to say then right i don't like the unwillingness to accept the fact that it's a problem people only want to take notice of mental health want to take notice of anxiety want to take notice of people suffering when it becomes so acute that they can't look after themselves anymore and that's not okay it's not good enough to dismiss people's suffering and just say, well, it's all part of growing up, isn't it? Everyone goes through it. I have it so much worse than you. I'm sick of hearing the invalidation of people's problems because that doesn't help. What it does is make them worse. And that just makes you a worse person, to be honest. People sitting and, sa- and saying out of their comfortable position, saying, well, been there, done that, seen it, lived it, go over it like the rest of us did. 
it's not good enough to be a Christian and say, well, just pray about it, man. Everything will be fine. Everything will be fine. Didn't you see what Jesus went through in the Bible? Didn't you see what the prophets went through in the Bible? I know everyone's had their trials and tribulations. I'm not going to dispute that. I'm not going to take away from someone else's experience because too many people have done that to me and to others that I know. And I'm sick and tired of it. I'm sick of people saying, well, it's not that bad. It's not that bad, in essence. They're saying just pray about it because it's not that bad. I have to just spit it out. I'm just going to say it because it's not something a lot of people want to hear. It's not a conversation a lot of people want to have or are going to be willing to have or comfortable having. But the neglect, the dismissal, the invalidation, this is too much. It's just too much. And I'm not here for it, to be honest with you. I'm not here for being made to feel bad or being made to feel guilty or being made to feel like I'm exaggerating or I'm overreacting or I'm just being dramatic because everyone goes through the situation so it's not that deep. It's not that big of a deal, right? I'm not going to continue or watching other people feel the same way that I feel where it's you're dealing with something. You tell someone, they say, just pray, just read your Bible. A lot of the time, it's not a quick fix like that. Talking and having the conversation is very important because it starts to solidify and cement your affirmations and the things you want for your life. But you got to remember this one. <clears throat> right you have to remember this one i don't remember the last time i prayed and i got the thing i want i asked for the next day or overnight it takes consistent prayer yes it takes prayer but it takes consistent prayer it takes conversations with god but it takes consistent conversations with god and sometimes it's not the ones when someone's told you to go and do it sometimes it's the ones where you just feel compelled because god's calling you to do it i'm sick and tired of seeing people not speak up i'm sick and tired of people seeing people desperate desperately alone and sad and in a rut in a wreck emotionally mentally and physically because they don't feel like they can turn to their pastors they don't feel like they can turn to the aunties or the uncles in their church or the elders in their family they don't feel like they can talk to the people that are around them the people that are supposed to be there for them religiously spiritually for counsel as as a general concept because they feel that you're just going to say, well, just do this, just do that. And that needs to change. Because otherwise what's going to happen is we're going to continue churning out generations and generations and generations of young people who are depressed, who are struggling severely with their mental health, and are still not getting supported. It's just food for thought, really. I can't change anyone's behaviour solely. That's going to take some divine intervention. So I'm going to just pray about it. I'm just going to pray about it. I'm just going to pray about it. And I would urge you to do the same thing. If you know someone who's struggling with mental health disorder or they're struggling with anxiety or they're struggling with depression or whatever it may be that they're struggling with, reach out for them. And when they talk to you, don't dismiss them. Don't shut them down. Don't listen to respond. Listen to understand. Listen to feel what it is they're feeling. <laughs> That's all for me right now. That's all for this episode. I hope that it gave you some insight into how we're feeling. Not just me personally, but us as a generation, us as a community, us as a demographic. The young black Christians of today, we're struggling with our mental health and we don't feel like we have a place to talk about that. And that needs to change now. Please stop throwing scriptures at us. Please stop throwing Bibles at us and telling us just read it and telling us just pray and throwing sermons and saying just watch it. Because sometimes we need a conversation with you Sometimes we need to talk to you. 
Sometimes we want to feel like you are just listening. Not that you're trying to bandage up internal bleeding. When you guys say, just pray, it feels like we're trying to stick a plaster over a ruptured kidney. It's not going to fix it. That's not how you fix it. It's not your job to fix anybody. It's your job to help them be fixed by God. It's your job to lead them there. It's not your job to force things on their throat. And it's not their job, your job to invalidate their struggle either. Anyways, that's all for this episode. So I will see you next week here on Brainspace. Um, feel free to interact with this, with the podcast that go up, because it will be up on Audio Mac, SoundCloud, and Spotify. And so I think you guys should definitely comment, follow, like, share it. The links will be in the description of the podcast episode. Um, Instagram will be, my, the Instagram for the podcast will be also linked below. So go ahead and share it, check it out, and show some support and some love. And I will see you next week. Bye.